Okay, listeners, we are back on the Adrian Bow podcast, episode 96, with the Skills Workshop Series, with the fabulous Troy Malcolm. Troy, how are you doing today, mate? Hello, mate. The fabulous Troy Malcolm. I like that. I like that. I'm going to change my <laughs> well, title. <laughs> well, last week, I think I used the uh, the adjective uh, infamous, so I, I'd probably take fabulous over that any day of the week. <laughs> Definitely. I'll take fabulous <laughs> over infamous any day of the week. How are you, mate? I'm well. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Now we had a conversation before today, and we we uh, we got matching sort of casual COVID attire, if if that's if that's a thing, I don't know. Um, but it's it, there's definitely a vibe there, mate. That's happening. So really happy for those who can see us. We're in COVID attire. Who who are listening to audio? We're uh, we're all ready to rock and roll. So today, what we thought we'd dive into, Troy given that we're both auctioneers out in the field conducting uh, auctions in this whole new space of online auctioneering, um, really trying to help agents, leaders, principals, sales managers, associates, um, even executive assistants, Troy, um, how do we deal with this new space? Because, you know, it was it was sprung upon us um, um, last, last time and, and the word pivot, even though it was overused, was certainly something that we had to focus on and really try and make work. Now, there's multiple uh, platforms out there, Auction Now, Zoom, etc. There's a whole bunch of stuff. So, Troy, um, given you're doing auctions, you know, on a weekly basis now, um, firstly, um, how, have, how have you found the process and what's, what's best practice, in your opinion, um, in terms of leading up to the auction um, when you're talking with the agent so they can best prepare their buyers, their vendors, um, and all stakeholders involved in the auction itself? Yeah, thanks, Adrian. It's, uh, it's a really interesting time. Um, I, I give so much uh, credit, credit to, to the people that have been adopting the, the online strategy because uh, I don't think anyone's really missed a beat. Uh, they've done a phenomenal job. And I know uh, the majority of our listeners are in that Sydney metropolitan area, but we do extend everywhere that have had some type of restriction uh, placed on them over the past 12 months. Adrian, what I'm seeing from, I'll put my uh, you know, leadership kind of lens on first, if, if that's possible. I'm seeing that, that agents are really process-driven and prepared are the ones that are succeeding most. Uh, in saying that, you know, there's a couple of agents out there that are just outperforming the market and they're, they're really going ahead uh, leaps and bounds because of their online strategies. And it always comes down to a couple of key things. And, and that is the process. What process are you running? The communication, the transparency you have, and then also um, going right through to, to, to auction day and it's the pre-work. And so those agents that are doing those elements, and I'm probably going to give a few more details um, with a couple of different lenses in a sec, but those that are going through and really following that are seeing the success. And, you know, I had a couple on the weekend that went 100, 200, $250,000 over the owner's expectations um, just by running a really clear process. Um, for the agents themselves, I think what they need to understand and focus on, if I can put that lens on for a second, is uh, there's a lot more pre-work to do with an online auction. Uh, there's a lot more work they have to do with both their client being the vendor and also the buyers. Um, they need to make sure that they've got all their documents in a row because it's a lot more anxiety um, placed around online auctions. Why? Because 
people are in their homes. They can't necessarily see, with all the platforms that are available right now, they can't necessarily see the competition. So they're really gauging where they think the property's value is based on the numbers that are coming on the screen, the words that are coming from the auctioneer, and also any communication they're receiving from the agents, be that text message, email, or phone call. Uh, and I really think the, uh, the process around that, um, again, the agents that are doing it right in the pre-work phase are making it very easy auction day to get that result. And finally... Yeah, interesting. Yeah, and finally, the, the, the buyer's, the buyer's perspective. Um, you know, if buyers are in the market right now, they want to buy. They, they really want to buy. Uh, otherwise they'd be waiting. So I guess that's probably in turn what's creating some of those results. And so if, if there's an agent out there that is wondering where the buyers are at, um, if you encourage them, have deal with them with integrity and transparency and really give them the value of the property, um, they'll perform on the day. So they're, they're the kind of lenses um, that I'm seeing, Adrian, from from many perspectives, uh, it's worked really well. Uh, and again, full of full of credit to the to the agents and the leadership teams and the businesses that have adopted the strategy and, and executed it. I did hear recently that a couple of um, a couple of owners have decided to to not, and agents have encouraged them not to put their property to an auction. Um, concerns me a little bit, to be honest. Uh, why they're not doing that? I think it comes back to process. Um, what are you saying? Um, yeah, look, I, I feel that, you know, if you're appraising a property and if the vendor is motivated and if they're happy with the COVID provisions, one buyer at a time, one agent at a time, um, then I, I, I really don't see any, any, um, any, any downside in at least scheduling the auction as a process, maybe not necessarily as an event. What I mean by that is, we've always got the opportunity to sell the property prior to auction. So, so it's sort of, you know, that that's regardless whether it ends up being online or post restrictions, you know, an in-person auction. So I think what we need to focus on exactly what you said, Troy, is, is auction as a process. And the dialogue that I'm using out in the field and certainly encouraging my agents to use out in the field is, look, let's still, let's still, um, you know, harness and embrace the auction process because the reality is this. The property is for sale by private treaty every day up until the auction anyway. So if we just place ourselves in the private treaty or the private sale bucket only, we, we are limiting ourselves, you know, because our days on market could be longer. Um, the urgency could be less. Um the sense of deadline is certainly diluted. So why not? Why not at least, you know, place a date on it and then with a view, if possible, to, to try and sell it before auction as long as that's the right thing to do for the buyers, for the, for the property, for you as the client. But if it does come to online, I think there's that much evidence and that many results out in the market that people have adapted, um, including the buyers, which is really what a vendor's concern would be, um, to prove that it's it's really become quite quite acceptable and quite normal. So um, uh, that that's that's something that as an agent. I think that we could easily default into, okay, let's favour private treaty. But I, I don't really feel that you should do that unless that's part of your pre-COVID business case and USP. 
if you know your pre-COVID business case and USP was an auction orientated type of process, then I would stick to that, and I wouldn't allow this current environment to seduce you into thinking that it's not effective or efficient because it, it's both. It's both. Um, so, Troy, as an auctioneer, as an auctioneer, um, you, what platform are you using at the moment come auction day? Yeah, so I'm using using a different, uh, a couple of different ones, Adrian, and that's that's just determined by the clients that I'm working with. Um, yeah. So I am using Zoom, and I find that uh, a great piece of technology to enable buyers full transparency to see their competing parties um, that they are mm-hmm. competing against. Uh, I like the idea of that. Obviously, there's a bit of detail that you need to go throughout the pre-work. Uh, I am also using a platform called Auction Now um, that I'm working with a number of clients uh, that are using that platform. So I've been using that platform. Now, that platform is great from a uh, registration point of view. It makes it easy for, I think, the agent to distribute, communicate and really enable those people to follow the live stream. Um, so both of those platforms have their positives and I guess their, their, their areas that they don't. Obviously, with the Auction Now platform, you can't see, uh, as a buyer, you can't see those competing properties. But um, both platforms, Adrian, do work really well. Obviously, it depends on what you're comfortable with. And I do say that to the agents. They always ask me, what's the preference? And I said, whatever you've used in the past that you know has been successful for you. So I think that's really clear out there in the market um, that there is a number of platforms that are available uh, and they all seem to be working quite well. Um, Adrian, one thing that, you know, from an auctioneer's perspective that I have noticed throughout the last couple of weeks of calling a lot of online auctions is um, the accessibility needs to change as well. So I've noticed that myself, I've been making a lot more calls to those pre-registered parties or the parties that have indicated that they want to go through that formal registration process um, and talk about the process itself of auctions online. A lot of them, they've never experienced one where they're very au fait with the public face-to-face auctions they're not very experienced and it may be their first or second online auction that they've ever experienced. So getting them comfortable again in the process, um, giving them some kind of incentives, I guess, to commence the bidding in regards to, you know, obviously if you place a bid, you're going to have, you know, you're going to be top of mind. Your number's going to come up on the screen. I'll refer back to you during the course of the auction to make sure that you're still involved in the bidding or you're definitely out at that level. Um, other things like Adrian, just making sure that they feel comfortable uh, and, and they hear and understand my voice. Um, and, you know, just being that voice of encouragement, I think, uh, using case yes. studies. You know, there's countless case studies. Adrian, where have even, we've even started to bring auctions forward uh, because of the level of interest for buyers. Uh, so there was one this week that I was involved with that brought forward their auction campaign by two weeks because they had in excess of six people interested in that home and had gone through that process. So I think being as the auctioneer, making making the effort and making those calls, and to everyone listening to this, get your auctioneer to call the buyers and talk to them. Get your auctioneer to call the vendors and talk to them. Pretty much the same process. How do do online auctions work? What kind of language will you be using? Um, Are you going to reject any bids? Are you going to accept any bids? You know, there's positives and negatives to both of those strategies. And so I think it starts, Adrian, with accessibility increasing. Obviously, yeah, then the great. part of the, the auctioneer's perspective is to make sure that the agents are also accessible. 
And so having them available for text messages, for emails, for phone calls during the auction is extremely important. Nothing worse than having your agent not do anything during the auction and just seeing those bids come in or no bids come in during that uh, online process. You really want them to be telling the same story as you as an auctioneer and encouraging those bids, getting people excited about the potential of owning the property at the end of the auction. I think they're two things that I'm really focused on as an auctioneer right now and the platforms that we're using. Yep. Interesting. And Troy, as the auctioneer yourself, where are you physically standing? Are you standing at the agent's office or in the actual home itself that's being auctioned? I feel more comfortable, Adrian, in the agent's office. Um, right. To be honest, I, I think, you know, given people's individual circumstances, mm-hmm. uh, I want to keep obviously my health and their health as a priority right now. Yes. So majority of times I will be conducting the auctions uh, at, at, a, at, an, at an office. Uh, it's also easy. It's easier in many circumstances with access to fast internet connections and access to TV screens and things like that, I think makes a big difference with the online auction platform. Um, I know that some agents have and auctioneers have been going to the properties you don't see a lot through the screen anyway. So I question why people are doing that apart from building the rapport with the vendors. But, you know, 99% of the time, Adrian, I've had multiple conversations with the owners of the property throughout the course of the campaign anyway. From an introduction point of view, as soon as they list the property to getting an update from the agents and then calling them the day prior to auction to really go through the process, there's enough touch points that I've got that trust and rapport that I don't need to go to their house physically. Um, and I also the way that we work uh, with many of my clients is that I get a full brief of uh, the property, the configuration, but also what's really important uh, about the home that the buyers need to know and they would love to be talked about during the course of the auction. Understand. And do you think it's important for the auctioneer if he, he or she is going to conduct the auction from the agent's office to try and go and inspect the home during the course of the campaign? Uh, obviously, COVID safe with the agent showing you through uh, or, or you feel you get a good enough sense just online, you know, viewing the property and obviously talking to the agent. It depends, Adrian. I think it depends on uh, the experience of both the agent and the auctioneer. Uh, the experience of uh, previous selling um, timelines from the vendor as well. If the vendor's sold four or five times, uh, they'll normally know and understand the process. But if it's the first time they're selling, maybe they want to know that the auctioneers walk through their property. Um, technology has enabled so much right now. So where we're required, I will walk through the home. But the majority of time, Adrian, every property that I'm selling has a video attached. It has um, in excess of 10 photos. It has a great floor plan. Uh, The areas that I'm very fortunate to work in, I also know the areas, so I'll know the cafes. Um, I will do a drive around normally on a Friday evening uh, to the properties that I am auctioning just to make sure that I know exactly what's about, what schools are in the catchment, what are the local cafes, what do people like to do. I'll, I'll pretty much have a sense of that anyway, Adrian, before I arrive at the property just by the location of the homes and, the, you know, the, the areas that I'm fortunate enough to uh, service. Mm. How about Good you? on you, what Troy. Do you, do you do that? Um, yes, definitely. So for, for me, the online auctions that I've conducted so far have been from, from the office premises. I find, again, like you, it's, it's, it's a lot safer. The internet connection, I think, is absolutely critical. I mean, that's something that you, you don't want to, um, you know, certainly trial 
with in, in real time. Um, so, uh, and uh, both platforms, it, it seems like Auction Now and Zoom are the two preferred platforms. I'm aware that some have attempted, you know, Facebook Live or, or et cetera, which, which probably can be a little, little bit clunkier, but, but whatever works for the client, you know, as you said. Uh, but I really enjoyed the Zoom component given that the buyers could see each other. I could see all of the buyers um, and it was a sort of that Brady Brunch screen, which we often talk about. Um, but I also have conducted auction now auctions, and 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 I know that there there is uh, a, a large appetite towards that platform. With auction now, Troy, obviously the advantage of that is the pre- the registration process number one, but also the exchanging of contracts. So ha- how does that actually work through through that platform? Yeah, very simply, uh, it's it, you can pretty much do a digital exchange. Uh, it adheres to products that are similar to DocuSign. Uh, you can go through that process. Uh, a lot of the agents are using that as an acceptance. Uh, a lot of agents right now have access to direct transfers or an auction pay service like Macquarie Bank offers. So I think those that have been very comfortable and maybe you know done a trial and error in the first instance, they they now know the process uh, very comfortably. But you know, Adrian, I, I I tend to agree with you in regards to Zoom. Um, the world has become very comfortable in online type of communications, and so uh, I think the the premise of making it easy for the the clients to understand and, and go through that process, you don't want to confuse them as well. So I, I, I kind of see that as a huge benefit. But you know, yeah, you're right. The the exchange process, the registration process on, on those platforms are just constantly evolving. Um, but again, you know, mm. it just goes back to, to how easy we can make it. Adrian, if I can ask you a question, because mm. you're you're one of the unique individuals in regards to being an agent and also an auctioneer. So you you kind of see it with with two different types uh, and two different styles. What are you looking for in regards to as an agent? What are you looking for uh, during the course of an auction from from your team um, that are interacting with those buyers, but also um, what what do you kind of emphasise uh, with the buyers as the auctioneer to, to really get the very best out of the auction and a great outcome for your, your client? Yeah, so really the priorities, Troy, are a high degree of comfort from the buyer's perspective, um, a high degree of transparency um, also from, from the buyer's perspective, um, and a high degree of um, accessibility to to us as 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 the agents. Um, so, how do you achieve that by doubling down on your communication leading up to the auction? So it's like, you know, just want to let you know in terms of transparency. You know, these are the amount of people we're looking to register, and if it's on Zoom, you're going to see them. If it's on auction now, you're going to you're going to be able to uh, um, see basically how many other people are registered as well. In terms of um, um, comfort, then, you know, just rest assured that this digital process um, ha- is something that is is being very well embraced and it's still uh, legally binding and um, and it's certainly something that you can, you know, sit in your lounge room, stay healthy, stay safe and still bid with confidence on the property. And in terms of um, um, accessibility, it's like, Here's my, you know, here's me and my team's um, mobile numbers and emails. If you need to message us during the auction, 
no problem at all. And even if you need to send us an SMS and say, can you just give us a little bit more time? You know, so so we've got to be a bit flexible as agents and auctioneers. It, it's not an in-person one. It, you, you can't, you know, you don't have, um, you know, 360-degree vision. You've got to just take a little bit more time and have a little bit more patience, you know. And I suppose what people need to understand with the Zoom process, if they're going to conduct auctions via Zoom, is the exchanging of contracts you know, the agent is 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 going to need to go and see the buyer to actually sign the contract immediately after the auction, or the buyer has has to provide authority to the auctioneer to sign the contract on their behalf. So so auction now, you know, has that that digital uh, component to it of of signing the contracts. Um, in saying that, by Zoom, you, there's no reason why you couldn't. Uh, uh, email via DocuSign immediately after the auction rather than jumping in your car and going to see the buyer as well. But it, at, at some point, you know, the buyer is either going to need to physically sign the contract or do it via DocuSign or provide the auctioneer authority to sign on your behalf. And if that's the case, um, a little tip to agents and auctioneers, make sure you get that in writing in order to sign on, on your behalf because some auctioneers are very reluctant to do that um, and they will they will want to see it very, very clearly in writing, Troy, and I'm sure you've experienced that yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Adrian, I actually get that from my agents uh, in the week leading up to the auction as well and I'll have a conversation with those buyers uh, very clearly mm. about signing on their behalf and the obligations that both I undertake as the, the licensed auctioneer but also they're undertaking as the as the purchaser if they do purchase the home uh, what does that mean so they they're very clear in that documentation and I know that um, a, a lot of buyers are very comfortable in that I know there is some reluctance from auctioneers um, but if you do follow a process and you have a checklist in place and you're making sure yeah. you're speaking to them, it, it kind of does alleviate a lot of that um, reluctance in, in many cases. Adrian, this is a really important one. I, I, I kind of see this technology only getting better um, as we continue down this path. I think we'll also go from using the technology to stepping back to using the technology again and stepping mm. back as we've seen over the past 12 to 15 months now. Um, what would you be recommending to any agent that has decided to put their campaigns on hold because they don't, they're very fearful about the auction online process? What would be your recommendation as a coach, as a leader, as a mentor to so many people? What are you saying to, to those people right now? I think what comes to mind straight away, Troy, is really what's best for the client. Um, you know, so when you're having the conversation with, with the client, um, you know, I, I think you've you've just got to explain all, uh, all all scenarios, all options, and it would be remiss not to provide some anecdotes and some case studies um, because there's no there's no perfection to any of these processes. Um, however, you know, I, I think that the online auctions have proven that they're certainly not um, deterring buyers to register, and they certainly haven't. Uh, created any uh, deflation in terms of price uh, momentum. And price momentum is something that um, has continued during this last six to eight month period. Uh, so I don't think online auctions are going to get in the way of that. So really, I always go back to Troy and, and, and you and I in, in all our coaching and training is always what's best for you as a client. So really sitting down, 
going through the options. Is private treaty a better scenario for you? Now, that could have nothing to do with online auction. It might just be that, you know, the anticipation and anxiety of an auction, be it online or in person, is not suitable or appropriate for that particular client. And that's totally fine. Um, Or it might be that, you know, let's choose auction as a deadline. But you know what? As a client, my my preference, Troy, is to really try and secure a sale in the next two weeks if you can, um, um, pre-auction or even bringing the auction forward, whatever it might be. So let's embrace auction as a, as a, as a three to four week deadline process to get the property sold. And if it ends up being an event online or if restrictions are lifted in person, well, so, so, so be it. So, you know, I think as agents, we've always got to default back to uh, providing the owners as much information and case studies as possible and then uh, allowing them to make a decision. However, as always, Troy, as you know, I like as as agents and, and auctioneers, I always like to be in a position to actually make a recommendation if asked. So if you've got a client sitting on the fence and say, look, I understand all that, I'm actually a bit ambivalent, what would you recommend? Then I think as an agent, you've got to back yourself um, and make a recommendation that you feel is in the best interest of the vendor and that in the best interest of achieving the best possible price for the property and also the most transparent process for the buyers because there, that's there's many stakeholders in, in a sale and auction process. Yeah, a fantastic uh, way of putting it, Adrian. And I think, again, just trust in the process, rely on the data. The data is saying that in many pockets, both Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane, there's a lot of activity around auctions right now and they are getting results. I think in Sydney, we were still above that 70, 75% range only last weekend by the volume that went through. Mm. So still amazing amount of results that are going through. Trust in the process use that dialogue and make sure that you've got case study, uh, case studies at hand that you can really communicate and, and show that information to, to all parties involved. Hey, Adrian, I got an email off a, a friend in the UK just recently that uh, missed the Troy and Adrian show, uh, Skills Workshop. Uh-huh. Uh, and so yeah. Stephen Brown, I know Stephen listens every week and, and was a big uh, listener of the original skills workshop that we did. Shout out to, to Stephen uh, and the rest of the crew uh, that's over there. We, we work uh, very closely. I've been over a number of time and, and times and spoken with his mastermind group, but also held a couple of masterclasses. I know that they're tuning in every week. So a shout out to the guys in the UK. Um, wish we were uh, able to, to get over there and see them. I wish you guys were able to come over and, and see us in Australia. But Adrian, this is a kind of nice. It gave me a bit of a warm, fuzzy feeling. The fact that we're three, three episodes into the to the relaunch of the the skills workshop, and we're already getting feedback from around the world, which is kind of cool, right? Uh, it's fantastic, and and the download numbers have been absolutely mind blowing, and that and that's just a great testament, um, you know, for for the type of content that we're putting out, and um, you know that that's just that's just our altruistic approach to the industry Troy you and I have always linked arms and said look let's add value um, you know we're, we're less concerned about the accolades more focused on the results of, of our of our uh, recipients and listeners so look if, if you know people are picking up a few tips and implementing into their business uh, and it's helping you well then you know what that's our currency Troy you know you, you and I have spoken about this many times and we just we just love giving back to the industry um, we've been blessed so we'd like to be a blessing 
<laughs> Very good. Mate, thank you so much. Uh, next week, another episode. Uh, episode 96. We're getting close to the 100, 100 mark, Adrian. We're going to have to celebrate that. Hopefully Oops. we're out of lockdown when that happens. Yeah. Well, at that, I think that week we'll do it uh, in person together and we'll enjoy a nice, nice cup of coffee that both of us are, <laughs> are, 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 are coffee aficionados, if, if that's what it's called. <laughs> I know that we uh, we live off that uh, that black magic, you know, every day. So um, we'll we'll be able to do that in person. But listeners, it's been awesome to come at you again. Hopefully, this uh, um, you know this information on online auctions has helped you uh, both in terms of the practical part of it, but also just the process part of and the dialogue part with your clients and your agents and your vendors and buyers. So yeah, thanks again, Troy, to you. Uh, you're, you're, you're a master of, uh, of, of this type of content, uh, one of the top auctioneers, in my opinion, in, in the country, and uh, you always continue to do incredible work. And, and also, if anyone's not following Troy on Instagram, please do. Uh, he provides a weekly summary of, of his own auctions, and he does it in a really objective, scientific manner and uh it's just really good content that you're putting out Troy on a weekly basis so um and I think your auctions would be a really accurate barometer of the rest of um the country actually so I think if you follow Troy on his Instagram uh which is just Troy Malcolm right yep yep very very original there nothing nothing uh too tricky yeah Yeah. well my my, mine, mine's just Bo Adrian because Adrian Bo must have been taken. I don't know. How, God, 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 God help us if there are more Adrian Bows in the world. But so I had to do, I had to do the Bo Adrian. But yeah, hit up Troy because the, that summary you put out, I think on a Monday, is it? Monday morning. Yeah, Monday yeah. morning. We're coming yeah. out with a, a bit of content. So the first one is obviously the mindset Monday. We're, we've been running for for a couple of years now, which is solely based around um, just how do we get how do we get that uh, mindset right for the working week. And then the second yeah. part, yeah. at about lunchtime every Monday, we send out uh, the the update, uh, which is both clearance rates and a couple of really key information uh, stats about what's happening in the auction market right now around Australia. Fantastic. Okay, hit Troy up on that. Listeners, great to come um, at you again this week. Look forward to next week. We'll come up with an interesting topic. Troy and I spend you know, a lot of time coming up with these topics. So I hope you appreciate that. And we look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks, Troy. Thanks, Adrian.